Hey everyone. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was reading the notes. No, it's okay. Hey guys. Hi everyone. I'm Millennial and with me as always is Emily or Amy Lee Deacon, whatever you want to call her. <laughs> and we are going to talk about, oh my God, I'm so excited. You want to tell them what we're going to talk about? We're going to talk about the phenomenal film that changed our lives. Yes. And hopefully every female's life yes john tucker must, must die. die oh my god i just realized this is the most recent movie that we're talking yeah, about most of the time we talk like you know what it's fine it's still it's nostalgia to me yeah if you grew up 100%. if you were a teenager in the early 2000s and you were a female or like presenting female yeah this movie touched you in yes. a good way yes i think especially for millennials mm -hmm. because this movie came out while we were in high school it did, 2006 yeah. so because usually movie when i think of coming of age i automatically am thinking about 80s movies but this was the first one i saw while i'm in high school and i was just like oh wow i kind of i don't know it just kind of stuck with me also watching it by myself in a hotel <laughs> i felt like i was like coming home from like work and like at my apartment just watching movies and <laughs> i always love this movie because while there are some parts that obviously did not age that well, no movies ever are going to age well. True. It was never mean-spirited in a way that, like, everything that was ever done was justified. Yeah. And even when, like, the good girls who, like, no, we're doing this to get revenge, even when they do something bad, you see them as bad people in that moment. Every, yes. Every move that is made is 100% justified. Yeah. And even when, like, the one character is, like, forgiven in the end, it's one of those, it's like a catch, 52, 42? 22. Oh, I'm thinking of the photo. I don't even I'm know what. I'm an English major, by the way. I don't <laughs> never told you that. Catch 22, where everybody is a little bad, but at the end of the day, they are still good. Yeah. And they just want to like, they just want to be comfortable in their own skin. Exactly. I mean, these are teenagers, you know, we all do stupid shit. We're all going to like do dumb things that we regret, but you'd learn from that. That's the whole point of these coming of age movies did you these, learn from it did these teenagers look like teenagers no not at all you know it's kind of painful and yet it still doesn't bother me it really doesn't bother nowadays. me it really doesn't it's kind of funny because so many people like they want real teenagers to play teenagers which i 100 percent 100 percent get but at the same time some of the stuff i've been watching like shows like euphoria and riverdale do you really want like actual 16 17 year olds nope. to do those types of nope. scenes probably not so i'm willing to let this one slide also when i was younger i actually did think they were teenagers I but mean, it, we all did. I feel like we all did. I did. I was convinced. I was like, oh, yeah, they're totally my age. For those who have not seen this film or do not remember this film well enough, we're going to go down the cast. So the main yeah. star is, was this, this was pre-Hairspray, if I remember correctly. Pre, I think Hairspray came out in 2008 or nine. I think 2007. Oh, so this is, is this, oh, this, this is, is like right earlier. before. It's Britney Snow. Yeah. What else has she been in early, early 2000s? I know what she's been in now. From from what I remember, my mom, dad, and I, we would watch a show every Sunday night. I think it was on NBC. And it was called, I think it was called American Dreams. And she played like the oldest daughter. It's about a family okay. from the 1960s. And oh. like, and like, she was also like a featured dancer in like one of those like, um, 
oh god like those shows from the 60s like american bandstand so it's just about a family in the 60s and all that stuff it's actually pretty good but of course it got canceled because whenever me and both my parents liked something it never lasted long enough It was great. <laughs> After that was Jesse Metcalf. Yes. The only thing I know him from, I believe he was also in Desperate Housewives. Yes. Um, and he played like just I I don't want to call him a fool boy, but I'm pretty sure that's what he was. He, he was ca- a fool boy. Yeah. And that had an affair with one of the characters. Yeah, even Longoria's character. You, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have the wonderful Ashanti. Yes! Now, did she do any other films? I know obviously her singing career, but did she do any other films? I swear she did. I I know she did a movie with the Muppets, and that is not a joke. I love that. I, I'm trying to remember the name of it, but and I remember she even sang a song with them, and it was Name getting... one bad Muppet movie. You can't. Exactly. Name one fantastic Muppet movie. All of them. All of them. <laughs> but exclusively of Muppets Treasure Island. Oh, okay. I like Muppets in Outer Space. That was good. Because I think Gonzo needs more, like, attention. Yeah. You know, the... Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah. Best Christmas Carol rendition. I'm sorry. Not... You know what? I'm not going to apologize. It's a fact. Anyway. Anyway, (laughs) continuing on. We got Ariel Keeble. Yes. Who is from Aquamarine. Yes! Oh, my God. Who I adore. I love Uh, her. I tried to look her up recently because just out of the blue, because she would just pop up in things. Yes. During the early 2000s. And the only thing I think she's been in recently was the third film for the, what is that? The Twilight fan fiction movie. Oh, Fifty Shades. Fifty Shades of Grey. She was in that. Oh, really? She played, like, the architects building their house. Oh. And I swear to God, a lot of people said the reason why she got cast in that is because she looked a lot like Ivanka Trump, <laughs> which is true. So if she's ever in, if they ever do, like, if, if like, Yo. or, like, you know, um, like, um, what is his name? The one that does American Horror Story. Ryan Murphy. Like if Ryan Murphy ever does like a biopic for for Trump. Oh, like they, American they Crime Rock, Story, yeah, the Trumps. Trumps. Yes. Yeah, it would be her. She'd well, be there you that. go. All right, we have Sophia Bush. Yes. Who is great. She was obviously in One Tree, One Hill. Tree Hill. But she was also in, very excited, there was a show, I cannot remember the year, I think it was maybe like 2010, 2011, it was a show called Partners. Oh my God, yes, you, you had me watch some this, of that. That was actually really good. Is, I didn't even get to finish the show. Oh. Like, not that me. The show got canceled halfway through. Oh, that sucks. I'm forever angry about it, but the reason why is because it was obviously about partners, and you had partners in law, because yeah. um, the two main characters owned a law firm, Yeah, and then one of them was gay, and he was openly gay, and the, I don't remember, I'm not going to say if it, was, if it was either NBC, CBS, I don't remember what it was, but the station was on was not prepared for it. And then a lot of people complained. Wait, was, really? Yeah, yeah, they canceled because literally they couldn't deal with the backlash of people seeing uh, gay characters. Oh. Anyway, Sophia Bush was in that. She played the female partner of the straight law partner. Yes, yes. And then the love of my life, Brendan Ralph. I oh, love him God. So much. My I knew Superman, it. My Superman. He played the you're the only one (laughs) the mennonite gay partner of the other one and i love him brandon ralph if you're listening please join our podcast i love you yes (laughs) and then we have i cannot ever pronounce his last name but it's pen 
Bad Badgley. Badgley? I'm, I'm going to say Badgley. From? He's from Gossip Girl, which came out like a year after this movie. He's also in Netflix's show You, which is really... Oh, God. I fucking forgot he was in that. Yeah, yeah. He's Ew. he's really good in it, though. He's like too good. I'm kind of worried. Oh, no. At least I'm aware of it. <laughs> That's the he, thing, he, yeah. He's very confused by people thirsting. Yeah, he's show. just like, like, are you guys watching the show? No, he seems like a very smart guy. And I then like we him. have Jenny McCarthy yeah. playing Lori, who is Brittany Snow's mom. Yes. And this is before she was all anti-vax. This was back when she was cool and edgy and a badass. And we were just talking before this that there was another film that came out a year prior that was basically the same character, where it's a, it's a single mother who is very attractive, but has she very bad taste in men. And every time they break up, they, they have leave. to move. And that is... Heather Locklear's character in the Hilary Duff film, The, the Perfect, Perfect Man, Man, which also stars Chris Knopf as The Perfect Man. I love him. I love him. I He's like great. One day we're going to end up doing that movie. That's a good movie. It, I love that movie. Underrated. It Very really underrated. is, though. And I'm surprised not that many people talk about it because it was Hilary Duff. Yeah. And this was like... one. I think one of the original... I feel so terrible for forgetting his name. One of the original members of the original Queer Eye was in that. Oh, yes! And it was great. Carson Cressley? Yes. Yeah. And he was in that, and it was fantastic. So I remember they, they obviously had him be a bartender, and he was gay. Yeah. They were not hiding. But he was, he broke the stereotype, and he was a sports fan. Yeah. And I remember him go, losing his mind, I believe, over the Jets. And I've never seen a gay person care about sports. Yeah. So it was finally, like, the stereotype was finally busted for me. I was, like, my little like 13 year old mind was like oh my god yeah there's more the kinds of people out there oh yeah and, and didn't he like say the wrong thing at the game it was like football but he was like looks like we're going to world series yeah. but they didn't care they yeah. were just like look how much fun he's having yeah. loved it <laughs> all right so you want to explain that. the plot of this movie <laughs> okay for those who have not seen it so <laughs> Basically, John Tucker is the big man on campus at a high school, and um, he is dating three popular girls. They're all from different cliques, though. You have the character Heather, played by Ashanti, who is the head cheerleader. Uh, And then you have Sophia Bush, who plays Beth. She's the vegan slut. Their words, not mine. Apparently, if you're like a vegan hippie, that means you're easy. I don't don't get that. that Me either, but whatever, I guess. Give it edge. And then um, Ariel Keeble plays Carrie, who is, like, the overachiever. She's in, like, every club you can think of. She gets, like, all straight A's, blah, blah, blah. And so they're all dating John, but they they don't know about his other uh, relationships or infidelities, whatever you call them. Uh, And then Brittany Snow comes in because, obviously, she and her mom had to move yet again. And... They all, the four girls end up in detention from like a volleyballing accident because they all find out that they're dating John Tucker and they're just like, what the F? And so they're all in detention and Kate, which is Brittany Snow's character, she basically says like, you know, don't even break his heart. You should just get even, like pull pranks and shit. And so they do and some of them don't work and then they decide uh, after he ends up breaking up with all of them. Because he's all, oh, I need to find myself, a.k.a. fuck the... Um... And uh, if I remember correctly, <laughs> I could be making this up in my head. I thought they also said that he does this, like, periodically. So it's only, like, every, like, 
if there's two quarters of the school year, yeah, four quarters of the school year, because I've been out of school for so long, I don't remember. He will date you for like three months and then break up with you and then yeah. find three more girls, date them, break up with them. He does this periodically. Yeah, because he pulls the whole like, oh, my dad doesn't really want me in like a committed relationship because I have to focus on basketball. He's an and operator. So exactly. Exactly. They tried to make that a thing so hard. I know. He's a total operator. He dates girls from other cliques because he knows they'll never talk to each other. Ah, how do you know all this? I don't know. Just a guess. <laughs> I, <laughs> I should have looked up her name. She's right? She's funny. She's also been in things. I love that, though. Um, Do you want so, to tell us some of the pranks that they did that didn't work out? Oh, Jesus Christ. Not only didn't they work out, some of them didn't age well, in my oh. opinion. So one prank is uh, uh, Beth. Sorry. Beth's character has John <laughs> doing some modeling and they end up putting an ad out in like a movie theater saying like, like to promote like, you know, fighting AIDS, basically saying that he has like an STD or something. And so everyone's like, oh my God, that's so gross. But then he ends up becoming like a savior yeah, for savior. actual teenagers that yeah, have like, STD. I may not deal with this, but like, yeah. and, I'm, nine do. and I'm proud to give a voice to the silent. I was just like, yeah, this just made me think of a lot of, current things and i was like i don't like the way that line was said bad choice of words and then another prank is that they take estrogen estrogen pills from heather's mother and they crush him up put him in his like smoothie or whatever and he ends up like all emotional and like you know his his chest is all sensitive and then just all this like stereotypical stuff that like women go through it was really like it was just it's kind of cringe to watch like i get what they're trying to do but it's like but then of course that plan backfires because one of the students who's like a peer like coordinator who like a peer counselor she is like telling him like that was the most courageous thing a man could ever do Give me a call, da da da. And then another girl says, probably one of my favorite lines A real man knows how to feel, and I want to feel a real man. And then you never see her again, which kind of bummed me out. I thought that was funny. But yeah, so after he gets, you know, some exactly some advice, quote unquote, from the peer counselor, he ends up breaking up with Heather, Beth, and Carrie, and then hence them being like what the hell this plan didn't work out at all kate and then and then they decide to make kate you know become this desirable girl to you know have john fall in love with just to break his heart and that's where the plot really thickens (laughs) and it just (laughs) first of all i'm sorry but like and at the time i i was convinced that kate was invisible but this is britney fucking snow we're talking about are you really gonna try to make me convince me that she would be invisible considered invisible britney snow there are multiple times in this movie where she has to tell people her name because they don't know it right but they forget it because she's so forgettable and And i'm like britney snow exactly also kate isn't really that hard of a name to remember like it's just I I never because I'm not gonna put, we're not gonna pretend like there are not girls in this world who are pretty who are like you can be glazed over especially if you're in a school filled with gorgeous women yeah but it's Britney Snow it's Britney Snow guys 
Come on. And it's like early 20s reading stone, so it's not like she's a grumpy teenager. Exactly. She's a, an adult. Yeah. You're never going to walk into a room and, and be like, I don't see anybody here when Brittany Stone's in the corner. It's not she's happen. an adult with abs. Literally, there's has- a, there was a scene where like she's like showing the girls the lingerie later in the movie, and she literally has abs. Yeah. I saw them. I was like, I was like, all right, okay, Brittany, I see you. Good for you. Like it was just so weird. <laughs> but yes, but their plan is is obviously they're gonna have Kate. They they have Kate become a cheerleader, and it's really funny because it's also one one character where this one girl I guess is also on the cheer squad and they've been training her for a very long time yeah it doesn't matter it's it's Kate's first day so she's gonna be the top of the pyramid because John likes it when girls are on top of the pyramid pyramid. hello (laughs) oh my god he he hits on her and she pays him no mind because John Tucker has never had a girl not Paying attention. paying attention to him but you know who she does pay attention to <laughs> oh my god the other, other tucker oh my god aka scott he has a name and he i will look he has long hair long shaggy hair thick freaking headphones yes oh tell him tell him about his mom oh my god name. his mom thinks he is special on the inside because that is what truly matters. Truly and matters I agree. I I love the other Tucker. I uh I preferred him. Even when I first yeah. saw this movie, I preferred him over John, like instantly. I was like, really? He's so cute. <laughs> but yeah, he, really he and Kate meet when she shows up early to detention because of course she would show up early to detention. I did that once actually. I got there Same. early. Same. I got there early. I picked a seat. Yeah, I literally was just like, all right. And it was a half an hour, and it went by so slowly, and that was yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's the thing that sucks <laughs> yeah. about freaking uh, detention. Yeah. Like it does go by so slowly. I'll never forget the, uh, the teacher who was watching. She catches a guy on his cell phone. She's like, I see the phone by your crotch. Stop. And she's like, I'm like, you're allowed to say that word to uh, children? <laughs> fun fact, the, in our high school, Ellen, by the way, the teacher that did the detention mm-hmm. is also very strict. She was a earth science teacher. She was very strict about what she about the homework. If okay. you did not do the homework, you got an automatic detention. I don't know wow. how she was allowed to do that, but she gave an automatic detention. So there were times when like I had I didn't do it. She would give me like automatically have to like you would get detention. And she would tell you right then and there, like, okay, detention at the school. I always want you to know like you didn't show up what she did. I will say though, um, if you went, she would obviously have you do the homework right there and then hand it in. But if you generally didn't understand something, she's more than happy to help you. Okay, that's like, not detention. That's like that's extra act. help. That's literally like extra and help. It's just so funny once because obviously in our, when you go to detention, they take down like your name, who gave you detention. I remember when she got to me, it's like, who gave me detention? And I was really like, you! Like, you did! <laughs> And like, she's like, did oh, she yeah. legit forget? I thought she forgot, and I was like, the next time she does it, I'm not showing. But no, you... I never got detention for that. Yeah, I think I got detention because I showed up like five minutes, like two, like literally, I showed up as the bell rang. I'll never forget how pissed I was. I'm still pissed that. about it. Hey, listen, it was better than getting to a fight with fucking volleyball. Yeah, true. I would have cried. I would have cried and just been like, why? They hit me and not my fault. Anyway. But yes. So they end up, they also do a few things with Kate. Yes. Like the lingerie. Because they have to get him to want her more. Yeah. So they go to, she ends up, they have a, they have like a basketball game. 
yeah the two leaders go and everything and they bring um carrie and beth along as well yeah and they have to get her her kate to go into the room and they're like facetime not on facetime it's like zooming or skyping at yeah it's like skype, skype or whatever and she's in her hotel room and she's just like oh i left you something under the bed and of course it's like a thong. it's a red thong and that and- matches her lingerie so she tells him like oh i'm too over yeah so he sneaks around yeah he goes outside of the hotel balcony yep. And then gets into the sliding door of the room, but it's not her room. It's the fucking I think it's, the, it's the, the 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 woman coach, the female, the female coach. coach. And then she falls into bed with her and everything. It's so funny. Yeah. And then she throws him out, and everyone's she, taking pictures on their flip picture. phones. I guess it was four, four door down, down instead of three. Sorry. Oh my god. Inside, and but then. Everybody on the on the baseball team is wearing thongs. Yeah, because apparently they feel comfortable and there's breeze and all this stuff. And he like shoots a basket and everybody's like, "Oh my god, thongs are cool. Let's do does, it." He does get anxious though because eventually he does more. Not really force her. To say yes, but he kind of does because he like is bouncing the basketball and he refuses to like counting. Oh yeah, that was earlier. He, yes, yeah, and he refuses. Yeah, to, and and she's do. like, if it'll make you shoot the ball, then fine. And they go on like a date at like the beach, and uh, tell him about the the kissing. Oh, that's date. right. So okay, <laughs> so basically. Before the whole lingerie fiasco, they finally go on a date. And it's at the beach, like a bonfire or whatever. And John asks to take Kate home. So she says yes. She's freaking out. Cause she, uh, and Sophia, and Sophia, oh my God, Beth is basically telling her, listen, all he'll probably do is give you like one kiss. He keeps a PG-13 on the first date. And she's like, but, but I don't know how to kiss. Da, da, da. So of course... Good old Beth, Good the, old ve- the vegan slut. Uh, you know, they, they do a light kiss. You know, she's teaching her how to do it. And then this one kid sees it, and he's like, oh, my God. Kiss her again. Do it. <laughs> and then they're just like, get the fuck out of here. And then she ends up stuck in the car when he's driving her home. And my favorite part is when she sees this bra. And she's all like, oh, my God, he's still sleeping around. But then she finds out it's hers. And then she just hides it in her jacket. And then he takes Kate home. And then Beth, is her skirt got stuck, I think, on the car. And then she had to, like, kiss him to distract him. But then here's the kicker. This is when shit gets real. The sprinklers go off. They go upstairs. They kiss again. And that wasn't part of the plan. So part of me was thinking, oh, my God, is Kate starting to like John or is she starting to like the fact that she is now not really considered invisible? I think exactly like someone's paying attention to her. She's getting attention. You also forgot the best quote in the entire movie, which is when Kate gets back to Carrie. I'm sorry. Beth gets back to Carrie and Heather after having to rip her skirt off. And she literally says, he's not even my date and he's getting me out of my skirt. Yes. Oh, my God. I 
I absolutely loved Sophia Bush's performance in this. She was just so funny. The timing was just great. And she wasn't really afraid to, like, make fun of herself in this, I feel like. No. The role. Like, it's such a weird character. Direct, the director of this literally said that this was the first Wives Club for teenagers. Yeah. And Sophia Bush basically went along with that agreeing and said, that is true that I'm the Goldie Hawn character. Which, Which I shows. mean, it does. It absolutely you've shows. you've not seen First Wives Club, Google it, look do it, it up, watch it. We will one day do an episode it's of that because that is such a good movie. Phenomenal. But oh. eventually, John does take her on a real date. Yeah. And oh. On a boat. A boat. A boat. None of them were on a boat. Heather didn't even know that he had a boat. That's saying something. That's saying something. That if you own a boat, you brag about it. Exactly. I was like, oh, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And so they're starting to like connect again and Kate kind of starts to, you know, have second thoughts, but then they convince her um, when uh, Carrie goes into the boys locker room and like catches John saying like some really gross stuff yeah. like, oh, at tonight's away game, I'm going to score more than baskets. Like that was uncork yep. and pork and all that shit. So of course, Kate is like, all right, let's fucking do this. And then the whole away game fiasco yeah. happens with the thong. And but in between that, he eventually does ask her to be his girlfriend. And yeah. He does so and he gives her the like, watch. His, his, his grandfather's? Yeah, like his grandfather's watch Somebody's or something. Watch. He yeah. gives her a watch. And it's so funny because it's just like this big ass like Swiss watch. Yeah. And like it's way too small on her wrist. But she wears it. She wears it every day. I'm like in, in the back of my head. As somebody who's worked in jewelry, worked in watches. That should not fit her as well. As right? I was like, how? Oh, I know. Uh, Scott was not happy about that. Oh, he was so hurt. Oh, oh, my God. That broke my heart. I, there was a thing that she says, well, in her inner monologue as she's, you know, leaving, um, you know, Carrie, Heather, and Beth basically saying, like, listen, whatever plan you guys are doing on his birthday, I'm not involved anymore because no matter what, it's always about him and I'm sick of it. So she leaves. And in her mind, she says, I wish life was just like a retro pop song. Like cheap tricks, I want you to want me. Boom, we live happily ever after. And then Scott shows up and goes, that's a nice watch. Oh, oh that, hurts so that hurt. And also, if I remember correctly, when they first met, he was listening to that song and he was singing yes! it in detention. I didn't, I just got that connection now. Yeah. Oh my God. They belong together. They, belong together. they, they like belong Cheap together. Trick. I know two Cheap Trick songs. That's one of them. What's the other one? Um, I will be the flame. I don't think I know and that. Then, I know and that. then they did a cover of Elvis's Don't Be Cruel. Oh, which I actually is, heard oh before Elvis's exactly. version. That's my favorite Elvis. One of my favorite Elvis songs. Yeah, that's a good cover. It was a good cover. Ooh, I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But then we uh, do have another quote here that you wrote, which is, I hit it with my car. But you make a body cast of fashion statements. Yes. I think this was, um, I want to say it was during the whole thong yes. fiasco. And yep. she's just walking past everyone. <laughs> Scott, I'm reading her Ellen's notes right now, and she puts Scott. Scott confronts Kate. Uh oh, uh -oh. Sad, sad face. face. I was sad, and Kate then goes, Kate goes to John's party to make things right. Yeah, that totally didn't work 100, but eh, because the girl surprised John with a video and yeah. with a lot of his friends, and of course, at the end of it, it's when Kate says, 
John Tucker, there's only one guy out there for me, but you are not him. Okay, but I have a question. No, no, no. Okay, so in that montage of videos that they put on the television, which I'm going to talk about that television in a second, but before that, there's a scene, there's a clip that's in the video where it's referring to an earlier scene where John is um, like telling Kate, like, this is for you. This watch is for you. And for anyone else who wants to know, I'm whipped. Will you be my girlfriend? She showed them the watch. So where did that fucking footage come from if they didn't know about it? Damn, you're right. Seriously. And it was like a really good shot. I'm like, yeah. was Carrie standing next yeah. to them? No, she wasn't because she was surprised about the watch yeah. too. I'm calling it out. I'm sorry. Calling it out. Also, that party, because they said earlier that the his birthday party is like homecoming um, com, uh, with prom and the MTV Music Video Awards. I'm convinced that that party caused the, twen- the 2008 recession. T- tell me I'm wrong. Party. That was a big party. And it was like a fucking food fight and shit. Yeah, and they had this like band play like yeah. a legit band. what is it with these come these teen movies with actual bands playing at events they know were dj's not a thing apparently not like what <laughs> but yeah everybody gets into a fight and it kind of ends with like the girls sticking up for each other yeah they're fighting with each other it yes was very interesting. it was because basically kate is finally trying to just like tell everybody like the truth like i've been trying to pretend to be shit that i'm not so you would fall for me and we wanted to break your heart because you needed to know what it felt like but but and of course one of the guy when she's finally like this is who i am which i was just like but who are you though? Because I feel like you didn't yeah. really explain that. But anyway, so this guy is being, who was a dick. He just spills like he throws like punch at her, and then her friends, and then and then her new friends Heather, Carrie, and Beth basically say like, okay, so what? She lied. We all lied. You know what I mean? If anything, you guys should throw shit at each other, not her. And then they throw yeah. things at yeah. them, and then it just starts a whole a food fight but john kind of learns his lesson he decides you know he's gonna be honest so he's still dating more than one girl at a time but at least he tells them about he it tells them beforehand. it's like it's like he he's not allergic to respecting women juice but he's drinking the splenda version yes. of it yes. he's, he's warming up giant. to it and uh it ends with with Scott exing Kate out. And yeah. Of course, the other girls are so excited. Like, you're going to do with the other Tucker. Yeah. Well, no, actually, no, I don't think he asked her on a date. He asked if they could be lab partners again. Because he said, yeah, I know, right? Because he was welcome. saying, like, you're perfect, Kate. And then she's all like, like, all like surprised. And then he's just like, also, you're not flammable, yeah. right? Because he set the guy on fire. <laughs> God, man. I. You're on fire. <laughs> but, then it ends, but it ends with them having a pizza night like the, at, at her house very exciting yes oh my god you know there was uh, that that scene where they're eating pizza and everything i noticed something really cool they were playing like a racing video game but it, it and like i i didn't even notice that the first time and i think what i liked about it is because i at first didn't picture any of them to be into video games Yes. And the fact that they're just playing it and they're not even trying to be like, look at us play. It's yeah. just so nuanced and just like yeah. nonchalant. And I was just like, that's how it's fucking done, yeah. people. That's how it's done. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, we're not dumb. We can see when, like, you don't have to, like, always be like, hey, look at what we're doing. Yeah. 
anyway. Overall, love this film. We'll always love this I, film. I love it so um, much. If we were to recast it, Ellen. Oh. Now, is there anybody in the main cast you would want to keep? Ooh. Um, actually, I think it'd be kind of cool to see uh, maybe Jesse, who played uh, John Tucker. Maybe he could play the the new um, basketball coach. Yes, yes, keep him. I think that'd be kind of cool. And maybe, wouldn't it be cool if he actually played himself, but, like, obviously, like, as an adult? And, like, telling Telling the the new John Tucker, like, listen, I I know what you're going through. I've done this, too, and it's really not okay, but, but, but. It's not worth it. Don't do it. Don't do it. All right. Who do you have cast? Okay. So far, I have... All right. To play the role of Kate, I have Elsie Fisher, who was yes. in Bo Burnham's third yes. grade. Oh, perfect. Okay. Um, To play Beth, I feel like Beth now would be more like an e-girl. I can't... God, you're so right. And I, the first person who popped into my head is Millie Shapiro, who was in Hereditary. Yes. I could totally see yeah, her see just doing that. Um, and for the ca- for the role of Heather, I have Jenna Ortega, who was in season two of Netflix U, and she was also in The Babysitter uh, Killer Queen. She's I- going to be in something soon. I don't. Oh mind. really? I think it's something Marvel related. If I remember. Oh right. cool. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm a dumbass. I re- I am so sorry. <laughs> There's going to be a Netflix show. Off of based off of the Adams family, it's been it's going to be adult Wednesday Adams. Ooh. She's going to be playing Wednesday Adams, and the reason why I know it's yeah. because everybody on TikTok was like this. Some people were upset that a woman of color was playing was oh playing God. Wednesday Adams, and somebody was just like, "Wow, a um a, La- a Latina woman playing somebody whose father's name is Gomez." Gomez, people, come on. Yeah. Also, 100%. also. And and number two, be quiet. You know what I mean? I'm so yeah. sick of that. I mean, shit. I if I had one wish, it would be to remove the babysitter two from existence and move <laughs> trash. But yeah, she was good. So yes. I know. It's like it's like I didn't love it, but I really liked her in it. And I feel she like fine. she could I just it should have been rewritten. <laughs> yeah, true. There weren't yeah, there were parts yeah. that could have been rewritten. But I think she could bring something to Heather's character. Definitely. Because I feel like cheerleader characters, like what happened to the ones from Bring It On? You know what I mean? They were funny. I need Definitely. I need more of that. And I'm talking the first Bring It On, not those sequels. We don't talk Definitely. about those. No. Except for the one with Hayden Panettiere because that, <laughs> that one made me laugh. Anyway, and for the role of Carrie, Priya Ferguson, who was in season two and three of Stranger Things, she plays Lucas's younger sister. Done. Done. She done, would done, be done, so done, good done, as done. the overachiever. And that's yes. all. that's all I have so far. As my um potential. You can't spell America without Erica. I love it. I, I just I think she would I just think the four of them would be so good. And Definitely. they're all like they're all like between sixteen and eighteen now. Yeah. So the they and they still look really young. So by the time this ever happens, they Done could still deal. do it. Done right. deal. Who would you have as John Tucker? I had <laughs> I had two ideas. They're both they're both from the movie It, and I feel like you're oh, gonna kill no. me. Oh God! Wait, I'm actually, no. Scared. I only have one from the movie I'm It. Scared. Wait, though. No. Wait. Nick Hamilton. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't. Hamilton? Yeah. Yes. Sign me up. Sign me up. He's so gay in real life. I need to see him fighting with women. You Please. know. You know who else I thought of? 
from it, and I know you're gonna kill me, and I'm afraid Please. that no, he if it's who I think it is. There's you, two of them. Who do you think it is? All right. My heart want, I'm gonna keep my eyes closed because I don't want you to see your reaction. My heart wants you to say Wyatt, because that would be the logical choice. But I my would mind see is fucked up and I know you're gonna say Jack. I'm so scared of him. <laughs> I never want to meet Jack Dylan Granger. I'm so scared of him. He would fucking hiss at you me. You know, when you said Wyatt though, I picture either Wyatt or Finn or Finn Wolfhard to play uh Scott. Done. Finn would Done. play no Finn's playing Scott Dunn. Finn's playing Dunn. My son, our son, Finn Wolfhard, if you are Nicholas, out there. Oh my god, yes. Nick and Nick, let Nicholas play freaking um, He's his older brother, older basically. Brother. It'll be great. He's I'm deep. I did no. It's funny because he's Nick is gay. He's allowed to say it. I don't care. I don't god, want that. Rude. I see John's John can be a dick, but he's not that, he's bad. Not that bad. Like he respects people. No. I, I just see, oh God, now I'm picturing Finn Wolfhard singing, I want you to want me, and I just want to punch him in the face. No, okay, you, you know what else I thought of? All right, I thought of two ideas for a potential soundtrack of this okay. remake, because I thought the soundtrack was pretty baller, actually. Um, but in this version, I could picture Kate's character being into either Artists that performed at Lilith Fair, so basically angry white women artists, um, or she would be into one-hit wonders of the 80s and 90s, but she would purposely listen to all the other songs those artists yeah. made except for the one yeah. hit. Because the con because the whole idea of a one-hit wonder is insulting and it that 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 like but I mean Kate in the original film. Loved Elvis Costello. Yeah, which obscure I will, podcasts. I will never understand because, again, maybe in the in the early two thousands, literally Elvis Costello was it was weird. Yeah. Like, okay, but like, yeah, she would definitely like listen. Oh my god, I think Beth would do podcasts. She would do like conspiracy theories on like restaurants. Oh my god, yeah. Done. Do you think? Do you think any of the other care any of the characters would be um, LGBT? Q plus by any chance? I don't know why, but I feel like Beth. Part of me sees well, Beth Be was because I know that um Sophia Bush is bisexual. Yeah, like I picture and that. They forced the kiss onto her. Yeah, and I picked. Yeah, I've always kind of thought Beth was bi, but then I also worried that it perpetuated the stereotype that all bi people are like Funny. sleeping around and being yep. slutty. So I, part of me doesn't want to do that. But again, I'm not a writer. Yeah. I'm not gonna. You know, what I mean, but. <laughs> I just, oh god! Now I'm just picturing the four of these girls just like I'm so ready for it. I need right. this now to finish it off. Oh my god, Ellen! If we took all the original characters and okay. we put them in a Big Brother esque type house, mm. who would be the first to be voted off and who would win it all? Okay, I feel. Oh god, this is gonna sound really messed up. I'm sorry, but I feel like Heather's gonna be the first to go. She's just not gonna want to. Heather or Carrie? Yeah, I just feel like Heather's just not gonna want to put up with it, and I feel like Carrie's like constant need for everything to be like precise is just gonna annoy everybody, and, and they're just gonna like, be like, they wouldn't, they wouldn't vote uh, Kate off her because she's literally invisible. Nobody will remember. She's exactly. There. No one knows she's even there. Um, <laughs> I think it would actually be down between Kate and Scott in the finals. 
But then yeah. Kate would end up beating Scott because yeah, he just, he adores her so much. Yeah, he just wants her to win. But exactly. That's really I thought it was either going to be Kate or Scott. Yes. Oh, my God. Like, John would make it right to the very end, and then boom, he would betray himself. Yep. Because he's got to work on himself. He's you know what I mean? It's what you got to do. Off, it's fine. Exactly. I'm surprised he hasn't. Why is John, in real life, John Tucker would be the fucking bachelor. 100%. I hate how true that is oh my 100%. god oh my god <laughs> i can't uh but anyway i i love this movie so much so good anytime it's on tv automatic watch. oh i, I me know too I own it on dvd somewhere but automatic watch i just watch it even if it's like down to the last half hour i don't care i'm watching yeah. it it just it just brings me back to like when i was a teenager and despite calling out some of the stupidity of it now i did like feel a weird connection with kate at the time because this was right before i started not giving a shit like i was still very timid and shy and then i don't know i guess in a way this movie kind of helped me just be like i'm just gonna be as weird as i fucking can because i want people to notice me it's just generally good especially since a lot of movies that came out in the late 90s or early 2000s American Pie. Yeah. Or uh I don't remember the any anything starring freaking um Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. Which is such a shame because he's such a good actor with yeah. the typecast and is such an asshole. Oh god, constantly. all the time. Listen, she's I, all that and she, she's all that. Um I think it's called Down there's another one down to earth, I believe it's called yeah. Here on Earth. Um there was that one that I I forget that one YouTuber that we watched where he like there were like competition. Oh God! I can't even remember <laughs> the name of it. <laughs> so there were other movies that like made you feel bad about being a girl. Yes. Because it was such a male drawn film. Yeah. This was made for women. It is literally a revenge fantasy for women. Yeah. A PG thirteen revenge fantasy. Exactly. And you understand that like revenge isn't going to make the pain go away. But you're gonna have a little fun. You're gonna make some friends along the way. Exactly, and they ended up becoming friends. Like yeah, the actors, they, they all would yeah. hang out, have sleepovers at each other's hotel rooms. It was great. In fact, while making this movie, Brittany Snow found out that her boyfriend at the time was cheating on her. Yeah. And she ended up becoming friends with, with the, the girl, other girl. The girl. And then they, and then her cast mem- her castmates like cheered her up. They would make pizza. They'd like write her poems and buy her flowers. So it was a really like. Uh, probably a very special experience for all of them, you know, because I think they all know what it's like. Yeah. I know the one who played John Tucker, he talked about how he is nothing like his character. However, he has admitted, I've been cheated on. I've cheated on people. In my yeah. Life. Like, he's like, I am nothing like that. I'm in high school. I was a loner. I was obsessed with Green Day. Yes. Like, he just wanted to be like, he was more like the character of Scott. Yeah, he was more like Scott. <laughs> uh, Overall. I... If you have not seen this film, please go check it out. Yes. I promise you will not be disappointed. Again, did everything age pr- gracefully? No. no. Nothing ever fucking does. No. It's always going to be something that's going to make you go, oh, maybe not. But yeah. Still worth the watch. It's it's very, it's it's an easy watch. Yeah, it's it's an easy watch. It's fun. It has its moments. And it's uh, right now it's available both on Amazon Prime and it's actually free on YouTube. So... You have no excuses. No excuses. You gotta watch it. Go watch it. Yes. And right then now. and then jam out to All American Rejects Dirty Little Secret when you're done. Yes.
because that's like that yeah that became the theme song is i need a bossa nova cover of that song in the remake why bossa nova because i feel like bossa nova is not appreciated enough here and i want it to be and we're gonna figure it out uh well thank you guys for listening and until next time it's trashy talking. Are we trash or is the topic trash? That's, That's up, up to you. you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.